You're listening to episode number 52 of the Self-Care Sunday podcast, a minimalist media project by Kaylee Reed. This time last week, I started a new format for Self-Care Sunday. So in the past, I've been doing guest interviews and also sharing my personal story around mental health, entrepreneurship, self-care, of course. And I took a little bit of a hiatus because I felt like Some of the content I was putting out wasn't totally always self-care for me personally. And when I started the podcast, I made a very conscious decision for myself to not make this into a business endeavor, to always have this as a passion project and something that is not only self-care for me every week, but can hopefully be self-care for some of you. And so after the hiatus, I came back and last year or last week, I introduced a bit of a new format called What's in the Cards. And basically what we're doing is introducing Tarot to the Self-Care Sunday podcast. And basically I've decided to introduce Tarot to the Self-Care Sunday podcast because I think that Tarot cards can be a really great way for self-reflection. And I am somebody who's a little bit spiritual. I think we're all a little bit spiritual in some sense. I'm not religious. um, And I don't necessarily use them maybe in the way that a lot of other people do. Of course, there is like the energies and all of that that comes with tarot. But why I particularly love tarot is because it's a super great tool for self-reflection, for asking questions to yourself, being really mindful about your own experiences and what you're going through, and it just kind of acts as a prompt to get you to come to your own conclusions about certain questions or things that you might be struggling with. I said in the last episode that I think more often than not, we have the answers to our own problems and we just need to be able to talk it out or reflect or meditate on it to come to those solutions ourselves and really help ourselves in that way. And so that's why I decided to start introducing Tarot to the podcast and who knows how long this will last for, but I'm really enjoying it so far. So what I've been doing is asking you guys to submit questions or things that you're struggling with on Instagram. And last week, nobody knew that I was doing this on the podcast. So the submissions were were really honest and open and we had a couple great deep dives. But this round, um, I did mention that this is for the podcast and I actually got double the amount of submissions of people that are struggling with things in their lives right now and want to kind of dissect and maybe have a little bit of guidance um, whether that's from this podcast or your own meditation. So we're going to dive in and I'll remind you guys of the format. Basically, I'm going to read out the struggle. Everything is anonymous, um, unless maybe in the future if you guys want me to share who is submitting this. But I feel like when it's anonymous, it's easier for the listeners to also resonate with whatever the questions are because a lot of the questions are really open-ended actually. And I think that All of us at some point in our lives struggle with a lot of the same things, whether that's personal insecurities or financial um, dependence or, you know, a lack of motivation. Like there's a common thread throughout all of these struggles that have been submitted and it's that nobody is alone in the struggle that they're going through. So I'm hoping that by keeping this anonymous and really kind of open-ended and 
somewhat general, it will be applicable to more than just the person that's struggling. And hopefully if you're listening, you can take something away from this episode. So if you are at the point in the episode that there's something specific you want to listen to, I put in the show notes the times that each struggle or each question is talked about in this episode. So you can kind of fast forward to one that's really interesting to you, or maybe that's really relevant to you in your life right now. Or of course, you can listen to the whole episode, which I would super appreciate, but it's on your own terms. This is your own self-care time now. So we're going to start by reading out the three cards that I pull. I shuffle the deck before every pull. I pull three cards and then I read those three cards out so that if you are somebody who is really into tarot, you can kind of look up the cards or you might already know based on the name of the cards what your first impression is from the reading and maybe that will help you in your own way. And then after that, I go through and talk about what the cards mean and kind of relate that back to the problem that was submitted and how we can move forward from it. So let's get into the episode. So the first struggle that was submitted is by a business owner and they said that this week they're struggling with their employees work ethic. So how do we handle or deal with somebody on our team that isn't exactly working as hard as we want them to or maybe even putting in a a level of work that you are expecting of them? As somebody who has employed people in the past and who has been the boss of people my own age, which I found really challenging, um, something that I've learned before we even get into the tarot stuff is when it's your own business, you're so motivated to do everything for it, to work night and day on everything for it because it's your baby and because you know that if nobody else does it, Like your dream isn't going to come true. You're the only one that can work on your dream for yourself. And so when you start hiring a team, every business owner's dream is to hire people that are as passionate about their mission and are as motivated to work towards the same goal as they are. But what's hard is that employees don't have the same intrinsic value and motivation that you do because it's not their business. And I think no matter how much criteria we put around hiring people or you know how much we work on company culture, there's some amazing employees that have really great work ethic and are going to work night and day for you on your dream. But at the end of the day, it's still your dream and not necessarily theirs. So how can we work with our employees to find the best of both worlds where we as employers are really happy that the employees are motivated and working really hard um, while also still managing those expectations of like, this is your dream as a business owner and it might not necessarily be the dream of the employee who is working for you. So where's that balance? Okay. I'm going to shuffle the cards now and we'll do our first pull. So the first card we pulled is Temperance. The second card is the Five of Swords. And the third card is the Three of Cups. 
So this trio really is an interesting representation of what we were just talking about and what this person is struggling with. So temperance usually is defined as uh, self-restraint, but can also mean having patience, being really understanding. And I think in this scenario, what we need to reflect on is being empathetic towards the employee that you're dealing with and being patient with them and recognizing they're kind of on their first stepping stones as an employee and you as the employer is already leaps and bounds ahead of this person who's an employee just based on your career paths and the journeys and the way that things have played out. And so temperance is telling you to kind of take a step back, to be patient with this person, to recognize that this person is just going through the motions as they know and they're learning along the way and it's not necessarily their fault if they're not the best with the work ethic that they have. This time for you right now as an employer, it's really important for you to listen to your employee and hear them out. Maybe have a conversation with them about why they might be unmotivated or why they might be wasting their time at work, whatever those work ethic issues are. Have a conversation with them and try to be patient with them. Understand that you are the leader in this scenario and it's your role to model to your employees how you want them to act. And so what can you do with this person to help motivate them while also being patient and understanding that they're just on their journey and they're figuring out things as they go and it's not their dream, like I said, they're just working for you. So how can you be patient in this scenario? So our next card, the Five of Swords, represents disgrace. And this card typically comes up when you've had some sort of falling out. So if you haven't already had some kind of argument with this employee or some blow up where you feel very frustrated with them or maybe they feel frustrated with you, be cautious because this might be coming. Another interpretation is that this card represents feeling defeat. And so you could feel like you've already been patient, you've already tried so many things to motivate this employee and to get them to work better, but you feel like at the end of the day, they're still letting you down. You feel defeated by not being able to motivate this person and maybe you're feeling disappointed that you made the wrong decision to hire this person. Another final interpretation or meaning of this card is the revoking of privileges. So it could be that this employee did something wrong, um, maybe they messed up a project or they didn't work hard enough in some area, and so now the consequence is you're going to be removing some responsibilities from them or in some way giving a consequence to them that shows that you really care about this person doing a great job and you don't want them to only give 50% when you are giving 110% as their employer. And the final card in this poll was the Three of Cups. And this is a great card to have at the end of this struggle because the Three of Cups represents a happy ending, it represents relief, it represents celebration. So while you might be struggling with this employee right now and with their work ethic, this card basically is saying that everything is going to work out and it's going to be great. Like either this person is going to step up their game or maybe you'll let this person go and you'll feel relief from that decision 
whatever it is that you need to do to resolve this, um, I would think that communicating is generally a really important step in this whole process. So if you haven't been communicating with this employee to this point, now would be a really good time to do that and really express your frustrations while also being patient and listening and understanding to what they might be going through. That might in turn lead to the Five of Swords, which is that blow up, but knowing that there is a resolution at the end, which is the Three of Cups, a big celebration, maybe this person will get it all together and you guys will work on this amazing project and you'll have something to celebrate. Maybe it won't work out and that's okay too because you'll feel relief in the end. Just know that there is a resolution to the end of what you're feeling right now. You just need to get yourself there through communicating, I'm guessing. So the next struggle we're going to dissect and deep dive into is an interesting one. This person says... I'm struggling with not having stability and not knowing what struggles are coming. The unknown is really hard. I think this is something that a lot of people with anxiety can relate to, honestly, because we're kind of constantly thinking in our head, what if, what if, what if, but usually in a bad way. So before I get into the tarot, um, I don't remember where I heard this or if I read it somewhere, but... Basically, it was challenging that what if anxious mind saying, yes, what if all of these negative things happen because it's unknown, but also there's the flip side to the unknown, which is what if all of these positive things happen? It's really easy to get stuck in a negative spiral of what if, what if, what if in a bad way, especially with a lot of uncertainties, a lot of unknowns, and kind of anticipating struggle to come to you. But we can kind of train our mind to flip the script. And rather than anxiously questioning what if, what if, what if, we turn that question into a positive and think, what if this amazing thing happens? What if all of this unknown is a beautiful unknown because good things are coming? So let's get into the tarot. So the first card that we pulled is the world. The second card is the seven of pentacles. And the third card is the fool. So what's interesting about this pull is that the world and the fool are two cards that follow each other. So the world is the second last card in the major arcana and the fool is the last card in the Major Arcana. So some interpretations say that the world is a pause on life right now prior to the beginning of a new cycle, which is led by the Fool. So to have the world at the beginning of this set and the Fool at the end of this set kind of complements to that theory. The world can mean a lot of things, but one meaning that really stands out to me with what you're struggling with right now is to be that which you are and to find that which is missing. So there's this element of unknown that is giving you anxiety that you're really struggling with right now because you're afraid that there's going to be struggles coming to you from this unknown and you don't even know what those struggles are. So what this card is telling you is to give you 
a minute to pause and breathe and to just be in this moment and to accept that you are going to find what you're missing. You are going to come to terms with that unknown, whether it's a positive or a negative, it's going to come to you. You just need to kind of let it come to you. There's an element of wholeness and completeness that comes with the world card. And so you in this moment are already whole. You're already perfect in whatever you're dealing with. And rather than getting anxious about the unknown and the what ifs, try and feel complete in this moment and recognize that whatever is coming next is the start of a new chapter. It doesn't necessarily mean that there's going to be all these struggles coming your way, although there could be, um, because with every journey there is obstacles, but it's more or less telling you to prepare for the new cycle of something, to breathe right now, and accept whatever's coming next. Now the Seven of Pentacles is a really great card to get if you're experiencing instability, um, specifically if you're experiencing financial instability, because if you look at the Seven of Pentacles, it's a person standing beside seven gold shiny star pentacles, like coins basically. And this card represents business worth and the results of your work. So what this card is saying is that you're going to be able to take a step back and see the result of your work come to fruition. There might be some success coming to you, maybe a new exchange, a new product, collaboration, partnership, deal, something that is going to give you more stability and you don't need to be so anxious about this instability that you might be feeling right now because there's always ups and downs, but the up is on its way. And you're gonna be able to be proud of whatever's coming, whether that's financial stability or just being proud of some of your work that's being recognized or that's doing really well and that's taking off. And the final card, which is the Fool, I don't think I've ever pulled this card before in all of the times that I've done readings for myself or for other people. So I love seeing this card. Um, the Fool represents being carefree, almost illogical in certain ways, and can also represent joy and celebration. So when we look at the set together and we think about how we're starting a new chapter. Um, there's the beginning of something new coming. The fool is following the world. And in between, we have this business success or something that you're going to be proud of. I think what the fool is telling you is to go into this new chapter with a kind of carefree attitude. And while you might think that it's illogical to enter this new cycle in that way. It's actually exactly what you need to feel more joy because you have reasons to celebrate. You will have reasons to celebrate. Um, you might be feeling unstable right now and unsure of the future. There's going to be things along the way that are leading you closer to your goal you're going to get closer to financial stability and maybe what you've been doing or the behaviors and thinking patterns that you've had in the past have actually limited you from reaching that because maybe you have been a little bit too careful, 
a little bit too logical in your thinking and a little bit too negative in your thinking. And so if you kind of flip that script like we were talking about before and you just take a little bit of a carefree approach, you just take a breath, you take a pause in your life right now and you step forward maybe like a fool. You know, people might think that you're a little bit crazy for going carefree into this new chapter and taking a risk, but I think that's exactly what you need to do. And especially if you experience a little bit of success right now or in the near future, you're allowed to celebrate that success. You're allowed to be happy for yourself. So I hope this inspires and motivates you to take a deep breath and to not be so anxious about the what ifs, but rather be excited about them. So the last topic that we're going to dissect today is something that a lot of people submitted to me. It's a common theme of balancing too much, having too many things on the go, and trying to figure out how to deal with it all. So one person says, I'm really struggling with balancing a thousand different things at once and getting overwhelmed. Somebody else says, I took on one too many projects and they're all very high stakes for my career. This is something I can totally relate to and I think a lot of young people can. There is so much pressure now to be somebody that does a million things whether it's to put it on your resume or to show on social media that you're a productive, hardworking girl boss that is hustling all of the time. This is one of the reasons why I started Self Care Sunday in the first place because I felt like I needed a passion project that was not a work endeavor and that wasn't something that was intrinsically tied to my value and my worth as seen by potential clients or employers or myself. I just wanted like a creative outlet that was mine. So how do we balance doing the things that we love, doing the things we need to do to make money, doing the things that we need to do for experience, like having a social life, being in a relationship, spending time with family, spending time with ourselves. How do we balance all of these things when we're living in this digital age that encourages us to always have our minds going, to always be working, to always be hustling because there is always something else that we can be doing for ourselves or for our business to improve. Like how do we balance and how do we take time for ourselves? Let's ask the cards. So the cards that we've pulled are in this order, the one of cups, the empress, and the stars. So the one of cups is a hand holding out a cup and the cup is overflowing with water. And one of cups usually means the inexhaustible source, which in this case might mean that you have up until this point seen yourself as an inexhaustible source and have overexerted yourself, have taken on too many projects, have said yes to too many things, and now it's all overflowing. You feel out of control because you can't keep the water in the cup. It's just going and going and going and you're trying to corral it all back in, but there's no balance right now. The next card is the Empress, which is a great contrast to the One of Cups because rather than feeling out of control and like everything is overflowing, the Empress represents action and control 
as well as intelligence and practicality. So what the Empress is representing in this struggle is to take control over all of those aspects in your life that you feel are out of your control right now. Be really practical and reasonable and rational about your decision-making and about the things that you're taking on in your life. Are you saying yes to something because it's what you need to do? Are you saying yes because you feel like you should do it? Or are you saying yes because there's this self-pressure that you've put on yourself to reach an unattainable level of perfection, level of output, and you're just over-exhausting yourself by doing too many things right now? So the empress is you. You are the empress, and it's time for you to take control, use practical decision-making, and use your intelligence to weed out and organize the things in your life that feel like you are out of balance or out of sync with and bring that all back into sync by either saying no to some things or just working smarter instead of harder. A problem that I see a lot of small business owners, entrepreneurs, and young people having is that they might be working really hard on something, but they might not be using their time super efficiently. They might be wasting time on social media. They might not have processes in place or a routine in place. And so now's the time to get everything in order and use the reason of the Empress to bring some balance back into your life. The final card is the stars, which represents optimism, hope, but also grace and bright ideas. What I find really interesting about the stars being in placement with the first uh, card, which was the one of cups, is that both cards have water flowing in them. So the stars card has a woman who is holding two different jugs and pouring water into a pond, and the other hand is pouring water out onto the grass. And so what this says to me is that she's choosing to pour her energy and focus into one thing that is really smart, which is the pond. She's pouring water back into the pond. And she's also letting go of some of the other things that have maybe been taking up too much of her time or been causing her stress. She's just letting that go and not worried about the water that's flowing onto the grass. She's not concerned about it. She's just like, yep, I'm just going to let that water go there because I don't need that anymore. What I need to focus on is pouring this water back into the pond. And she's doing this all with grace. And so what I think this story is telling us is you can be somebody who is making decisions with ease and with grace rather than feeling completely out of balance and like things are out of your control. And one of the things that you need to do is let go of certain fears, certain expectations, maybe even certain jobs or experiences or hobbies or something that you might have that is taking too much of your mental energy and really causing you stress in your life. You need to let go of something. There's something that's holding you back from finding this balance and you need to just pour that out onto the grass, forget about it, move on, and focus on pouring your energy into the pond, which is the main thing that is going to bring you joy and success and find you balance. 
And once you do that, you're going to find yourself feeling much more at peace with all of these things going on in your life. And also, I love that the stars represents a good idea and optimism. So maybe you've been balancing all of these things, um, working on things for other people, doing various jobs, and maybe you've had an idea in the back of your head that you want to pursue, but you feel like because you've taken on so many things, you can't make time for it. But what the stars is telling us is that you need to make time for the things that are really meaningful to you, prioritize and put focus on the things that are going to bring you joy. And so maybe it's time to bring out that good idea and really work on that good idea and make time for that idea, whatever that might be. Maybe it's a business idea. Maybe it's a creative idea. Who knows? I have no idea what this thing could be to you, but this is the time for you to focus on that and find balance by putting energy into that and letting go of things that are sucking your time and sucking your energy and not really doing anything positive for you. Let go of those things and start saying no to those things and start saying yes to the things that in your gut you feel like you should be following those callings. So that's all of the polls that we're going to do today. I would love to hear from you if I read out your struggle and we talked about it on the show. Feel free to DM me on Instagram because I love hearing your guys' thoughts afterwards. And of course, um, as always, if you haven't already subscribed on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you listen to podcasts or wherever you're listening to this now, it would mean so much if you not only subscribe but also give a rating and a review on iTunes because that helps the show get ranked on Apple Podcasts and helps new people discover the show. If you're loving this episode, I would so appreciate it. And until next time, happy self-care Sunday, everyone. Thank you.